welcome to Sage and Spirit, a podcast designed to nourish your mind, body, soul, and spirit. I'm your host, Anna Claire Lottie, and I'm so grateful you're here. In this holistic wellness podcast, I'll be having candid conversations with others, exploring topics such as healing with plants, food as medicine, earth connection, spirituality, conscious entrepreneurship, and so much more. Thank you for being here and sharing in this journey with me. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sage and Spirit. One quick reminder before I tell you a little bit about today's episode, and that is that all of the information contained within this podcast is just for educational and entertainment purposes only. None of the information is meant to treat, diagnose, cure, or prevent any illness. And I always recommend that you seek advice and suggestions from a trusted healthcare professional before you add any new herbs, supplements, or other lifestyle changes and protocols to your daily habits, especially if you have a medical condition, if you're pregnant, nursing, or if you're on any medications. That being said, I am super excited to bring you today's guest, Catherine Arts, who I had the pleasure of working with about a year and a half ago in her amazing CBD lab located in the heart of Brevard, North Carolina. Catherine is the founder of French Broad Cannabis and maker of Boomi and Of The Earth hemp product lines, which integrate herbalism, aromatherapy, and chocolate into targeted and high-quality hemp products. Catherine also owns Brevard Hemp, a hemp retail store with three locations in Western North Carolina. Catherine comes from a robust quality assurance background in nutraceutical and cannabis fields, Her systems have successfully passed over a dozen audits, including FDA, GMP, SQF, and USDA. Her dedication to natural medicine became personal when Catherine began battling a chronic pain condition in 2014. She is a HACCP production leader certified and holds a bachelor's degree in psychology. At home, Catherine enjoys running a farmstead where she keeps gardens, chickens, and goats, all with her husband. In this episode of Sage and Spirit, Catherine shares her story of how she first became interested in natural medicine and how that led her to a journey of self-discovery and also to becoming a total badass boss babe of her own highly successful CBD company. Along with tips for doing what you love and loving what you do, Catherine also provides details for what to look for in a high-quality CBD supplement, something that honestly not a lot of businesses are super forthcoming about or sharing with a lot of transparency. I hope that you get a lot out of today's episode. I think that Catherine really brings her brains and sensibility to a situation, but also includes her passion for what she does. And she is without a doubt a person with a lot of drive and dedication who is building a really beautiful enterprise in the healing world of CBD. So without further ado, I bring you Catherine Arts on the rise of women in CBD. Hey, Catherine, how are you today? Hey, I'm so good. How are you? 
I am doing well. I'm super excited to have you on the show today. So thank you so much for taking the time out of what I know is a very busy schedule for you. Oh, no. Yeah, it's absolutely my pleasure. Awesome. Well, our topic today, um, we're focusing on entrepreneurship and also the rise of women in CBD. And these are obviously two topics that you are highly qualified to speak on. So I'm excited for people to hear all that you have to say on these topics. And I wonder if maybe you just want to start off by giving us a little bit of your background um, and kind of how you got started and ended up where you are today, owning a really successful woman-owned CBD business. Sure, sure. Um, so yeah, I'm the CEO of Brevard Hemp and French Broad Cannabis. And French Broad Cannabis is like our entity uh, that oversees the production manufacturing that we do in the hemp space. And uh, we have two brands under that umbrella it is they are uh, of the earth and boomy and both are uh full spectrum hemp brands so um my journey kind of started with this business opening up the retail front and then using that money as seed money to kind of build out our manufacturing facilities and and start our own brand and then that really launched into opening multiple retail locations we're at three now um in Western North Carolina, and then um, has really the 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 ramp for our business uh, has really been in, in wholesale as well. So the the majority of our growth is in wholesale, being able to provide products to um, other other locations, other stores that aren't under our same umbrella. So we're in about three hundred locations right now with the Boomy brand, um, and. Uh, growing into the northeast right now because we just hired a sales team out there in the northeast because we we're in the southeast so our word of mouth around here has gone pretty well for that but um so now we'll be going kind of more up north as well so we anticipate to grow into more locations this by the end of the year um, on the east coast and uh, my background is in actually in quality 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 management and, and, and systems building. So um, I, I came from dietary supplements and natural pharmaceutical FDA regulated markets, building quality assurance systems for companies just making like over the counter nutraceutical products and um, moved into cannabis about five years ago, doing mostly consulting um, with cannabis companies who wanted to kind of take their quality to the next level, you know, wanted to have an FDA, like a resemblance to an FDA regulation um, in their own facilities. And so they built out GMP systems for themselves. So I would go in and kind of teach them about good manufacturing practices and, and how to implement that within the cannabis space and how to do that from a budget that works for a small team and um, how to make it accessible for folks. And, and also I helped design a few cannabis production facilities um, so that they could be, you know, GMP food safe uh, manufacturing operations. So I did that for a couple of years, traveling around the United States, working in medical adult use markets um, and worked with like a couple hemp companies, but mostly medical or adult use marijuana in different states around the country. And um, 
yeah. And then I, uh, I started the business here, so I want to have to travel so much and, um, and yeah, it's just been, it's just kind of been a, a rolling compounding success. It's has had its ups and downs, but, um, I would say right now that we're, we're on a pretty, pretty good upswing. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, um, I mean, it's so amazing just to see how far the French Prague cannabis sort of umbrella of that business has come in just a couple of years. Cause you, you started, was it in 2019 that you first started with French Broad? Yeah. Yeah. So the Boomy line, um, launched November 1st of 2019. So yeah, we're less than two years into that brand right now. It's so awesome. And you guys, I mean, you're in 300 locations already, which is amazing. Um, Thanks. Yeah. And then just consistently expanding. You've already expanded your workspace. You're like branching out to different areas of the country, which is super exciting. Um, and I just love to see that, especially with it being woman owned and just knowing you and all the, the brains and the effort and the experience that you've brought to the table um, just with the whole company in general. And not only that, but with it being such an amazing line, um, I've had the opportunity to, to be in your lab and to explore that space. And it's just so legitimate and badass. And um, on top of that, the, the brands are just on point and delicious and effective. Um, and also the chocolates that you make. I mean, that's a whole other story that we maybe we can get into a little bit later in the conversation. Um, but I, I kind of wonder, like, what made you get into CBD in the first place? I know you were coming from this sort of regulatory background um, with natural products and supplements and everything like you mentioned. Um, but what made you want to branch off into the CBD, the world of CBD or, or cannabis, uh, cannabis or hemp in general? <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. So um, it was kind of a two, a two prong thing for, for me, because the, the reason that I originally kind of stumbled into the cannabis industry was was really just by a matter of, of happenstance. I got very sick with a chronic pain condition. Um, it caused me to lose my job and to really be like kind of lost in my career, which meant so much to me. I mean, my career was such a huge part of my identity. I would say it still is. It's just, I'm very like goal driven as a person. And so to not have that be part of something that I love so much, which is quality management and, and systems building for, you know, natural products was just like a huge hit. And um, I, I'm really good at quality systems building. So that word kind of got out that I was struggling with keeping like a full-time job, but that I was really like wanting to be still working. And, and, and I got, you know, kind of pulled into the cannabis industry from a, a few of my friends who, who just knew me from working with me and had kind of heard like, Hey, you know, Catherine arts is, is kind of struggling right now. Like she, she needs a, she needs a gig that's more flexible because I, I was dealing with this awful chronic pain condition that people, you know, really had a lot of like love for, um, and, and support for in my life about, and, and so I really got into it by chance. Like my first, my first job was, was really so that I could work. My first job in cannabis was so that I could be really in charge of my schedule and how much like I was exerting myself and I could work from home or, you know, these sorts of things. It was just much more flexible. Um, 
And that kind of, the, the second prong was that that experience of working in the cannabis industry for the first time was so positive for me. Like as a woman, a young woman, just at that point, still in my twenties, really trying to move up in my career and make a name for myself and just cared so much about what I did at work. Um, to enter an industry like cannabis, which still has, you know, it's not perfect. Like there are exceptions to what I'm about to say. And it, unfortunately, like, I don't, I think we've got a while before that's that, that goes away entirely in any, in any industry. But I found that in cannabis, like young, young people were given more of a voice. People of color are given more of a voice. There's a lot more women in power. Um, I just felt better respected and generally better received in the cannabis industry for my passion for quality than I than I had felt at prior positions. Um, not to say that you know they weren't they weren't also good positions. It's just that cannabis has just progressive. You know, I would work for companies that implemented just no brainer kind of stuff like you know, a living wage for their, for their staff and, and, and really caring about their employees and giving everybody health insurance and just this kind of like new generational approach that you see in millennial run companies that was really refreshing to me and inspiring and made me even more passionate, not just about, you know, cannabis and what it can do for people and what it did for me whenever I was having this awful chronic pain. Um, so I would say like, I love that I'm getting to be in an industry that actually helped me get better. That's, that's a huge plus. And, and cannabis is like time in my life and, and affected my life has been extremely positive, but also just to be part of this industry. That's also kind of um, representative of a, a hopeful change in the way that people run business, you know, um, business with morals, business with, with, a with a purpose. And um that to me was also really inspiring and, and something that I just kind of got addicted to. Like, I was like, I can't, I can't believe like the passion behind this industry. It is just, it's unwavering. And um, I was just working with such bright people who really, really cared about what they were doing. Um, so I think that the cannabis industry is just, is just so, so like exciting and young and alive. And, um, it's, it is something that like, if, if it, if you get into it, I, I can see just not wanting to leave, you know? Yeah. I think that's such a good point that you make. And, um, you know, we had the opportunity to go out to Denver a couple of years ago in 2019 to a big CBD expo that they had out there. And, um, it was really fascinating for me to just kind of get a, a glimpse into the industry and to see exactly what you're talking about, just the buzz around things, the excitement. Um, I think that what you mentioned about it being just kind of a progressive scene in general, it makes a lot of sense because a lot of people are still kind of trying to figure out exactly what CBD is and what it does and why people are talking about it so much. Um, and so the people you know that we were able to learn from and you know, converse with when we were out there at that expo, there were just so many interesting topics and people coming from different perspectives. And 
um, yeah, I found it to just be really fascinating and amazing. Um, interestingly enough, too, with it being as progressive as it is, um, I still noticed that it was, you know, maybe somewhat a little bit of a male dominated industry, a lot of like business people sort of getting into um, the, the CBD industry, the cannabis industry. Um, but we definitely saw a number of women on panels as well. And you, of course, were on a panel yourself, which was awesome to have you there representing. And um, I wonder if you're seeing any more of that these days with more women coming into the industry and what that looks like. I feel like I've heard, um, at least in the cannabis scene, like even Whoopi Goldberg or maybe somebody has like their own cannabis line. Um, but I wonder, you know, just being as in it as you are, are you starting to see more of that? more women? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm part of like some, some groups of, of like women and cannabis. And so those groups are really active and they are growing. Um, and I think that my viewpoint is a little bit skewed because our brand is so woman empowerment focused, um, that we attract a lot of women owned businesses through word of mouth or social media outreach and people kind of just hearing about us, seeing our packaging and, and really, uh, recognizing like who we are and wanting to work with us for, for that reason. But I would, but so I know that this is kind of a skewed perspective, but right now I would say about at least 50%, if not up to 70% of our wholesalers that we sell directly to their shops, um, not through distribution. Cause I don't know those shop owners directly, but the, but the shop owners that I work with in our, in our, um, in our network that we're wholesaling to, like I would say 50 to 70% of them are, are women. So we are working with just a lot of women business owners. And when I go out on the road to, to meet other business owners and, and to see other CBD shops and stuff, I do find that at least in the retail sector, I'm seeing a lot of women owned businesses there. Um, and then a lot of the companies that we work with are also empowered by women, you know, like a lot of our testing labs are, um, women owned or woman run. And so I see, I see a ton of it in cannabis more so than I did in, in previous positions, you know, that's awesome. I love hearing that. I mean, I, I think it's just so amazing that, like you said, a lot more, um, of some of the sort of underserved populations and people of color and women of color and women in general. I mean, that's super exciting to see that happening in such a progressive industry that's really beginning to make a, a big name for itself. And like you said, it's an industry with purpose too, um, bringing more wellness and um, sort of balance to a lot of people's lives. So um, I wonder too, if you could speak a little bit to maybe just like the fact that you've started this entire business from the ground up and that you've had so much success in just a couple of years, are there any key points that you would maybe um, disseminate to other people who are interested in getting into the industry or just entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs in general? Like, what do you feel like has really helped you to, to get where you are, um, starting it all from the ground up on your own. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think it's very important whenever you enter a new venture to really determine what it is about your, 
your business that that is unique and that brings something to the table. Um, there, the hemp industry is a very like oversaturated market. Um, if you're if your intention is to get into the industry and make a ton of money um, just selling a product that you know is very popular, let's say a thousand milligram one ounce bottle CBD full spectrum oil, that is probably potentially the most popular CBD product on the market, right? In, in every way, like it, it, there's it sells the most, but there are so many of them out there. Um, you can you can get that same product under you know, probably at this point, hundreds of thousands of different labels and brands. So to me, it's, I think when you enter any venture, if it's in the hemp industry, which is oversaturated or really any, any industry, um, it's, it's about looking at your own company and saying, and yourself and your brand and saying, what is it about what I'm about to bring to market that is special or unique or um, interesting? And why does this, why does it matter? You know, how do I reach out to my base and make sure that they, that they understand why what I, why what is unique about me is important to them. Um, and then to be able to properly reach your market to and educate them or explain to them or be able to show them in some way what it is that that is that that is unique about your your product, right? Because I think that there's a um, especially in hemp, there's a real race to like the bottom with pricing, right? For the most like the easiest example would be, well, I want to provide the cheapest product, right? Or I want to give people the most affordable option. And then that's going to give me the most amount of sales. And that, and that's a great like approach potentially. Um, but it, it requires scaling quickly and it requires a lot of competition, right? Because you're constantly going to be in competition with someone trying to make a cheaper product than you. And so if you start out your business with the clout of, we have the cheapest option, like, do you have a scalability method in place? Can you drop your margins more? What happens when somebody else sells it for half that much? Are you now, is the one thing that you've built your business around and been able to push as your message now gone, right? And so for us, um, I really just went with what I know, which is that I wanted to have the highest quality products on the market that, that you know, made in a real, um, GMP compliant facility made with very high, uh, high quality ingredients and, and made with like a, an artisan kind of approach that, that, that leads to that craft market. Um, and so that approach for us has been I think that it takes longer to build when you choose something like quality a quality product as, as your, your speaking point and, and your, and your brand, your, your brand message is that, you know, we're a high quality brand, we're a woman owned company, um, and that we've got like a great edibles and herbal infusion line. And so we integrate, like, it's not just your basic CBD product. We have like a more, we have more complexity around how we formulate our products to create, you know, targeted or more effective products because of things like anandamide and chocolate and our, and our, and our cannabinoids and the way that those interact and create a really strong product. So I think that 
when you choose something like quality, what you've done for yourself is you've created a little bit of work because you have to educate your consumer on what, what does quality mean and, and how can you tell the difference? Like, why would I pay $50 for a bottle of something I could get on Amazon for $20? That's a great question. And, it, and it's a fair question for a customer to ask. And so we really need to be able to back up that question and, and answer that question at length and really describe to somebody, hey, I do suggest you look on Amazon, but here's, here's, the, here's the list of things that I would look for. And, and you know, you can trust that that they're not, they're not going to find it. They're not going to find a, a, a batch traceability report. They're not going to find a, a, um, a, a lab report that gives you metals or, or solvents or pesticide testing on that product. They're not going to see these high quality, you know, details that we make not only available to our consumers, but that we have per batch that we've made since the beginning of time. Um, so, you know, it did take, it takes some education to say, hey, yeah, like maybe you could get it for half the price, but we're not price gouging you. It's not, the, we're not the most expensive on the market. We're, we're fair market value um, for the milligram strength that you're getting. And you're promised like a standardized, repeatable product that's effective and, um, and made really well. And with that education has come just an immense amount of brand loyalty like we have such a high retention rate of customers we get reorders all the time people come to shop with us here in brevard north carolina or hendersonville or mills river um, where our satellite locations are and and then they go home and we get online orders from all over the country and they've doubled our shop sales um, in one of our locations you know, we're getting some days, 10 orders, 15 orders a day with really no ma massive media outreach for our retail locations, just because of the conversations that we've had in person with, with these customers when they come through our town and come through our store and really explain to them, this is what to look for in a quality product. This is why this product is the right product for you. And you know, this is, uh, this is why this product is high quality. And, and explaining that to people, we build this in, intensive relationship with them where now they trust us over somebody in their own hometown who doesn't give that same level of like quality and attention to their shelf or to their consumer. Um, so I think a big part of like, starting a business is being able to see see that path forward and say hey can i hold out like what is my goal cuz my my goal is obviously like to make money in, in business but my goal is my bigger goal my overarching goal um is to provide consumers with high quality product like that that would always have been my goal since day 1 um like the best quality on the market um, are you willing to like, are you able to hold out for that goal to come to fruition? Because that might be, depending on how complex you make your brand, that could be a long term goal. Um, education and that sort of thing might need to go into it and, and marketing and this and this type of thing. So, um, you know, can you can you hold out on that? Or do you need to make like money quick in order for this to, to function and work and, and that when you start out, you have realistic expectations of, of your brand vision and path and the time that it'll take to get there. Um, 
but for us, you know, yeah, we might've been slow to start, but we've, we have, I mean, we don't, most of our, most of our growth is word of mouth at this point. So it's, it's functioning properly now that people have that, that exact brand loyalty that we hoped for in the beginning and that we've pushed for since day one. That's amazing. And those are all such great points too. And it sounds like, you know, not only do you really need to know what, what your own goals are when beginning a new venture or project or business, but also knowing the market that you're getting ready to step into and what that looks like overall. And some of the points that you brought up um, just based on what I know about CBD are, are so important. And I think that the first one I really want to speak to is that piece of education. And as an herbalist, one of the things that I first noticed when I started vending at different events was that most of what I was actually doing was act, was educating and talking to people and telling them what the different products are, why they would want them in their lives, you know, what the different herbs do, how they interact with the body. And I imagine it's much the same with CBD also, especially when it comes to the testing, um, and, you know, if, if folks aren't aware, the cannabis plant and the hemp plant are bioremediators, which means that they take things up out of the soil, which can be really great for, for cleanup situations when there's dirty soil, when there are contaminants and that sort of thing. And if that same plant is being harvested and sold or made into different products, that's something that people wouldn't want to consume um, would be my understanding because the plant is going to uptake all of those different contaminants and then kind of basically spit it back out into the product if that's the case. So something that I have noticed a lot when I've been to different CBD dispensaries or when I've even talked to other people um, who are in the industry is many people are excited to show you their test results from like a single batch to show you the percentage of CBD that's in a product, which is great because that's important information to know. But something that I'm not seeing as much that I know that you all offer with your product lines is the real testing, like the further testing about what actually ends up in that final product based on the plant itself and based on the production that the plant goes through to then end up in a bottle or on a shelf or what have you. And so some of these other things that you're mentioning, like the contaminants, like heavy metals, um, what would you recommend are some of the most important ones to ask for um, when people are looking for a new or high quality CBD product? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say that the first thing to look for on your CBD product is going to be a batch number. Um, I've got a couple roller. Oh, never mind, we're not doing video. Um, I would say that the first thing to look for is a batch number on your product because if um, if your if your product that you're holding doesn't have a batch number somewhere posted on it that's indicative that the testing results that you're being shown, if you are being shown some, may or may not actually pertain to what's in your bottle. Like I've known multiple companies who test their product once a year and make products, you know, every two weeks, but use that same batch report um, throughout the year. And the problem with that is that there's, you know, hand handling and that sort of thing. Um, contamination could occur during handling of the product. And from batch to batch, that might not be an accurate representation of actual potency, right? Like, um, 
we are we would assume that if we follow the same formula every time that we're going to get the same potent result result potency result every time but um that is just not the case with natural products not only are there variances within natural products more than you would see in active pharmaceutical ingredients with high purity rates um but also you're dealing with the potential for mistakes in manufacturing that you wouldn't be able to catch by the naked eye, like a potency result. You know, if I look at a bottle of CBD oil, I can't look at it and tell you if it has 33 milligrams per milliliter or three milligrams per milliliter of CBD in it. So um, we need testing to be able to see that. And without a batch number on your product, your company is also displaying to you that they have no traceability process. So traceability is really important in the case that let's say I have an, uh, a product with five ingredients um, and one of those ingredients goes into, you know, two other products that I make. If I get a notification from the company that I buy those ingre that ingredient for, from um, that 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 product needs to be recalled, then I need to go and, and be able to recall all of the batches that I made of my product that I made with that ingredient, right? Um, so if I don't have a traceability protocol in place, I really will have no idea what batches of my product actually had that ingredient batch in it. Um, you know, it's it's kind of a crapshoot, and so. I either have two options in that case as a business owner would be a to recall the entire brand, which is basically like, I mean, goodbye brand or B pretend like it never happened and continue to sell it. So like those, those aren't, those are both bad options. So you don't want to be working with a company or taking a co company's product that doesn't have that type of forethought, you know, or, or uh, traceability in, in place to really protect themselves and their consumer. Like you should expect as a consumer that any product you pick up off the shelf, that the company knows everything that went into that product, the data was made, everything like that. And that would be the case for supplements or anything you buy off of the shelf in a store, because those are FDA regulated markets. But hemp is not an FDA regulated market, unfortunately, um, at this time. So that just isn't the case right now. You really have to kind of look into that yourself. And then the second thing would be that that batch number that's on your product corresponds to like a testing report that has not just potency testing, which I do think is very important. Um, that's what's going to tell you if your product is standardized, that when it says it has a thousand mill milligrams in, in the bottle, that it actually does or doesn't reach like within 10% of that amount or whatnot. Um, but also for microbial contamination, which is really common in handling, um, Metals, pesticides, and um, solvents are the three that are really important as well. And I consider those most important for like your extracts. So anytime like you're taking an oil, I would like to know that that the material that went into that oil has been tested for solvents, metals, and, and pesticides. Um, like you said, Anna Claire, like it is hemp is a bioremediator, which is amazing for for cleaning up fields that have been contaminated over the years, either by leaded soil or arsenic and, and apple fields or whatever. You know, it's a great way to like clean up soil. Um, it's also it's also kind of a an issue 
but it's an issue when you when you go to to extract that material because when you extract something like that unless you do extensive work to remediate your extracts those those contaminants are concentrated along with your cbd so you're getting a concentrated arsenic level and that's common in hemp um you're getting a concentrated uh, lead level very common in hemp um also common in hemp are like mycotoxin and aflatoxin hits because of microbial growth in the flower and the metabolic waste of that being condensed during extraction. So all of those are huge concerns for, for your health and um, mm -hmm. definitely not something that should be in a health market pro marketed product. Um, so I would say as a consumer, especially in like markets like Delta 8 and that sort of thing, to really to really demand like these types of testing reports. And um, if they don't have them, like just pass, you know, there's plenty of companies like mine that are providing those full panel reports to consumers. Um, as far as Delta 8, I don't really know of any that that do like we do, where you can go online and see the, the report for your product, um, a full panel on Delta 8. I'm not really familiar with, with any at all that do that, but, um, but I know that they are they are out there. I mean, we carry um, a few brands in our store that you just have to request from customer service and they will give them to you. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think taking your health into your own into your own hands on this in this market is is super, super important. Yeah, it really sounds like it. And, you know, especially certainly many different people from many different walks of life come to CBD and cannabis for pain management, for anxiety, for stress relief, for so many different reasons. Um, but overall, you know, it seems that most people are coming to benefit their health in some way. And so, like you said, if they're getting basically a con concentrated cocktail of pesticides and mycotoxins, you know, that's going to be more deleterious to their health than it is going to be, you know, helpful in any way. So it, it may take a little bit more effort in, in you know, on the, the front end of things or asking more questions, maybe even paying a little bit more, but it sounds like to me, it's well worth it in the end. Yeah, I, I honestly believe that. And from what I can tell from just consumer feedback, that when you take a high quality product, you can tell the difference. I mean, just the effect that you get. Um, and I think that that's another reason why your customer retention rate is so high is because people will try other products, other hemp products, other CBD products and have like decent effects. Um, and then they'll try ours and they'll just have ex exemplary effects, you know, lower dose needed or, you know, better sleep that like real, real deep sleep. Um, or just like our Delta eight, like you can, it'll really like, you can really feel it. Um, these, these types of things that we hear a lot that are like, man, I've tried CBD before, but I had no idea it could be like this, you know, like just a totally different scenario for these folks. Um, and so I do think that if CBD in the past hasn't worked for you and, um, and, and you do have something like chronic pain or anxiety or, or difficulty sleeping or these types of things that CBD has been known to like, or hemp products in general, cannabis products in general have been known to help with. Like I, I do suggest giving it another try and just, and just really researching the brand first so that, you know, if it's, 
hemp that's not helping you or if you just didn't have the best luck the first time you chose a brand and maybe didn't know the things to look for in the right type of product. Right. And like you're saying too, once you actually find a quality product, like what you're offering with of the earth and with Boomi, oftentimes you don't even need as much as high of a dose. And mm-hmm. so, you know, in that way, the sort of, you know, the, the balance, it kind of balances out if you're paying a little bit more, but you're not having to take as much and you're getting better results you know, it seems almost like a no brainer to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I absolutely would rather take something I know is, you know, safe and quality, um, than to save a little extra money, but end up having to take a lot or it just not always like working for me or even worse to me is like batch to batch them not being, as effective. Oh, last time I took last bottle I got worked great, but this bottle doesn't work at all. Um, that's not a good feeling either. Um, because you want to be able to depend on that product and, and really, you know, it's just kind of a letdown if something's been making you feel better and then it stops, you kind of feel a little bit lost by that. So having a company with some repeatability in place is also really important to me and, um, and choosing a brand to stick with. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And Catherine, it sounds like too, relationship is a really big part of your business. You mentioned talking with some of the other businesses that purchase directly from you and the education piece. Um, Would you say that relationship is a really big part of what you do with your business as well? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I think the biggest relationships that that we have is our internal relationships with staff. Um, Our staff has grown considerably in the past six months. And we just have a really strong passion in in our team. Um, We have a lot of people who work here who really, really super care about this place and they care about the product and they care about the vision um, and they work very, very hard. So I would say like the most important relationships to me are the ones with my staff, you know, making sure that the staff is, is heard and their needs are met and that they're happy and fulfilled at work. Um, we have like very strict policies around a lot of things like harassment or, you know, sexual jokes at work. We don't make those kinds of jokes at work. Um, and also just, uh, like general health of our, of our staff, right? Like if somebody needs to take time off to, to be with a family member, like that, that, that is not, we don't, question that, like that people are really taken care of here and and that they stay passionate about what they're doing. And, um, that, that, that I'm constantly staying engaged enough with the staff to educate, like to tell them and explain to them, like where we're headed, our plans for the company, stuff to get excited about. Um, yeah, just like our, 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 our crew is so, tight, you know, and, and morale is so high here that, um, I would say that that's the most important relationship of all, because that really does come out in the medicine, I think. And I, I, I think that one of the scariest things for me is, will we be able to retain that as we grow? Because so often like a company starts to like, quote unquote, lose its soul. Um, and I don't, and I think that the the product kind of suffers from that as well. And the consumer kind of suffers from that as well. So I want to make sure that that doesn't happen in my own company. And so I'm really trying to look ahead and, and see the future for that and make sure that people are as happy when we have a hundred employees that everybody's as happy as right now when we have 15, um, 
so I'm hoping that we can really like keep that that soul very strong in our in our company. And then, yeah, I think that the relationships that we have with our wholesalers and you know really with our customers, like our direct customer relations, is very very important too. Um, it's always been a philosophy of mine that when somebody comes into one of our stores, if they want to talk about their health and get the perfect product recommendation, that we will not rush them through the line. Like we will spend an hour with our customers to talk about their life and talk about their, you know, physical ailments and give them like a consultation, which I just found out as a whole business, people get like hundreds and hundreds of dollars for an hour to consult about CBD products, which we give for free. Like, our staff goes through, I think it's three full weeks. Yeah, it's three full weeks of, of training before they're allowed to like help customer. It is, it is intensive. Like to work at one of our stores is becoming an expert in CBD and also becoming an expert in listening and helping people. Like we have entire trainings around how to help somebody, how to listen, how to properly like get somebody to tell you the information you need to know without um pressing on them or making them feel uncomfortable how to get somebody to like talk open up about themselves so that you can help them these types of things um so there's there's so much like there's so much love that comes from my staff directly to consumers when they come to us and ask us questions um, I think that that relationship might be the second most important is, you know, when my staff actually gets to share the knowledge that they have and they have gained through training um, with me and, and my management team to the public to really get people healed, you know, to really like get people the right product that's going to make them feel better from whatever ailment they've been suffering from. And then, yeah, I would say also the the relationships with like our wholesalers and distributors is so close as well. Um, a lot of our wholesalers are just like, I mean, they just get excited about our brand, you know, like we love, we love what we're doing. Um, and, and they, they, they love it because their customers like come back and back and back for our product. We had one woman tell us that her business would have gone out of business if they hadn't found our brand. Like that before our brand, she was having like a lot of one-time shoppers, but that our brand is the brand that, she, you know, people are coming back every single day to like pick up more Bami, to get more chocolate, to get more, you know, Thrive Oil or Present Oil or Goddess Oil or whatever. So the brand loyalty isn't just when we're behind the counter. It's also from people just trying the product and recognizing how good the effects are and how great it's formulated and coming back to their retailers. So I think that our relationship with our wholesalers being so positive mostly comes through the promise, like the, you know, the promise of our product that the consumers of the product through them are, are, you know, making those wholesalers just absolutely love us. Um, so I do think that those relationships are very strong as well. I think that the customers really drive that though. Like I can be friendly or my salespeople can be friendly whenever they answer the phone or, or, you know, be very helpful to people when they place orders and stuff. But as far as just like enthusiasm about our brand, I would say that's, you know, two part, one part, just like stoked on a woman owned company that 
cares about what they're doing and is donating money all over the place, like as they grow and, and has good morals in place. And, and the second part is that like, they're making a lot of money off of our product, you know? So we're bringing in some money for them and, and some brand loyalty um, with their store brand. That's so awesome. And, you know, asking that question about the different relationships, I love that there was sort of this, this three, threefold approach to that. And, having worked for you, having worked with you, I can attest to the morale piece and the fact that you do treat your employees well. And I love that that's something that's really important to you as the, the company continues to grow. And as you continue to get more and more employees, just the fact that you have an awareness around that and that it's something that is really important to you that right there just says to me that it will continue that it, you know, you will absolutely continue to have good morale, to have good relationships with your employees and everyone who's working for the businesses. And absolutely, that has a trickle-down effect that's going to have a ripple effect out into the universe where people feel that. And even if it's something that's not on a conscious level, I mean, it's maybe it sounds kind of cheesy, like you see things that say made with love or, you know, whatever, but, but really when people have a passion for what they're doing and they're able to work in an environment where they feel supported to me, that just means so much. I've certainly had a number of jobs over the years where there hasn't been morale or there hasn't been support from, you know, the person who's supposed to be in charge where, you know, you're just kind of given a task and asked to run with it. And there's no check-in, there's no follow-up. They just kind of expect you to do your own thing, which sometimes is great. I think that a lot of people appreciate autonomy in the positions that they fill in different jobs. Um, but also to, to have that support of someone who is in charge or someone who is a part of the team can make such a huge difference. And then again, to see your employees being passionate about what they've learned from you and to be able to pass that on to the customer who of course is going to be passionate about something that makes them feel better to, um, to be taking a quality supplement that gives them a better quality of life. I mean, that's huge. That's really all anybody can ask for, um, you know, as far as a supplement would go and to switch gears a little bit, you, you kind of highlighted a few of the products that you have in the Boomi line. And so what I really, really love about that line is that it really does have some unique products that I haven't seen on the market anywhere else. And you're able to take these formulations where you've blended CBD with different herbs and different plant extracts in order to make even more of a synergistic product um, that can be more targeted. Um, do you want to speak to those at all? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the the kind of unique thing about the Boomi brand is that we integrate herbalism and that we integrate um, chocolate making into into our products. And that for us is kind of a um, it's a passion project because um, natural medicine is just is just something that I'm passionate about. Um, and, and alternatives to pharmaceuticals and that sort of thing. I mean, I've been, I've been really interested in that since high school, college. Um, but it's also, it's also kind of a, it's meant to be something that is not just like 
here, take this one thing and it'll, it'll solve everything. You know, it's supposed, it's supposed to be a more realistic approach than that to me, which is that there isn't a one size fits all for health. Um, CBD is not going to cure like 50 different conditions. Well, maybe it might help with 50 different conditions, but it's not like the cure all and that anything that we take, in my opinion, works better. Like when it's, when it's supported by, by other, um, other kind of like helpers, you know, like think about even in our own communities. Like if I tried to go out and, and face a hardship, like all by myself, that's a, that, that feels more taxing. Yes, may I may do it, but I might have to exert more energy than if I had the support of others around me or, you know, some time off of work to help deal with something or whatever it may be, some extra money, you know, to help deal with something. Like there's all of these kind of these kind of pieces of life that go towards getting a getting a problem fixed and so i really love that we've taken that approach with our formulations in boomy that we have three different topical salves because um there's a, a lot of different kinds of reasons that somebody might need a salve we have a salve that is suitable for people with um sensitive super sensitive skin and skin conditions where they might have like open skin like eczema or psoriasis that creates like actual kind of like open pores and and rawness to your skin you can't be putting menthol on something like that like that's gonna feel awful so for a company to only have a menthol topical option to me is kind of is kind of unfair to that market of people who really need something that also have muscle issues or might have cramps or these sorts of things that um or joint or jo joint pain that you would use a full spectrum hemp topical with but but can't use something that's going to be so abrasive like that so you know we've got our restore salve which is it integrates arnica oil and and um the new organic formula has eucalyptus um to help with pore opening um but it's not a minty feeling and it's and it's like kind of more of like a deep penetrating salve and then we've got rejuvenate which is like our you know hot cold salve where you'll actually feel your your skin get like warm as it's kind of like warms up the muscle with cinnamon extract and then it goes into like a menthol coldness and and eucalyptus like a strong eucalyptus oil extract to 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 really like give you that cooling sensation that people like, um, especially with like joint issues. And then we have our repair salve, which is meant for people who, who really have very sensitive skin or open, open, um, sore skin. Um, it's also great for like tattoo recovery, you know? So I think that we kind of take that approach and, and everything we do, we're not just making, um, you know, our, we do make, we do have a gummy line now, with our Delta eight line, but our, our like main passion is in our chocolate. And, uh, there's a lot of reasons for that, but one of the most important for me is that chocolate contains an andamide, you know, when you eat chocolate, you release the very chemical in your brain that, that is responsible for communicating and your end within your endocannabinoid system. So you're really, you're increasing your uptake significantly, which will increase the effectiveness of the hemp product that you're taking. So like our, our, our chocolate products are, yeah, they're, they're delicious, but they're also like very strong for the dose that you're getting 20 milligram chocolate versus 20 milligram like gummy. You'll feel the chocolate all day long. Like it's, it's a, it's a stronger effect. And that to me is very important that we've chosen like 
you know, everything about our brand to increase effectiveness, to increase uptake, but not in this like, um, in this like down to earth, like just very, uh, like medicine woman and, and like kind of heartfelt way where, you know, we've spent time to make a thrive, you know, our oil called thrive that's got turmeric and black pepper and white willow bark and valerian and orange oil with full spectrum CBD, because we took that time to think about people taking CBD for pain and inflammation, which is one of the top like three reasons people take it. Um, and, and we made a formula specifically for those people that was really like to help their, their joints and, and their inflammation. Um, and, you know, we have a sleep formula and this sort of thing. And it's not like we're adding melatonin to our sleep formula or trying to like trick you and putting like crazy weird stuff in there. You know, we're not dumping caffeine into like our, our stress formula or daytime stress formula or, you know, anything like that. Like we're, we're making ancient medicine plus CBD. And that's just to me, like the best feeling to be, um, offering this, this very personalized, like careful package to people. That's like, yes, this is like marketed beautifully and it, and it, and it looks really nice and, and it tastes pretty good. But like, also like we really had you in mind, like specifically, like exactly your story in mind, whenever we created this formula. I love that so much. And I love your products so much. I mean, they're definitely the best CBD I've ever tried. I love that they're blended with the herbs and the Boomi line. And, um, you know, I, I just can't sing the praises of the Boomi chocolate enough to everybody that I meet that has any questions about CBD. We were actually um, on a family vacation last week and one of our family members was asking about CBD and didn't really know much about it, had heard about it and was kind of coming from growing up in the sixties where they had a lot more experience with cannabis. Um, and so they were like, does CBD really actually doing anything, do anything? And I was like, Oh my gosh, let me tell you, you know, let me expound upon all the benefits. Um, and I mentioned the chocolate to them as well, because there is something about those boomy chocolates that is highly effective, not only for all of these different things that you're talking about as far as some of the benefits of CBD in general, um, but also just the relaxing effect. I mean, those chocolates are amazing and they're definitely, you know, usually what I want to eat when I'm just going to stay at home for the night because I get super relaxed and, you know, there's just this aspect of like chocolate and it tasting good. And then you've got the CBD and then it's combined, you know, with this molecule in the chocolate, the anandamide, like you were talking about that people have literally ca called the bliss molecule. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's gotta be something to that, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you definitely feel that when you eat your chocolates and now you have the Delta eight as well. Um, and that's something that I don't know as much about with the Delta eight mm -hmm. is, um, is that something that maybe you could just touch on really briefly sort of for people who haven't heard of the Delta eight that's on the market now, or if they maybe have some questions around what makes that different from regular CBD? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Delta-8 uh, is a completely different molecule than CBD. Um, CBD is just one of many cannabinoids found in the cannabis plant. Um, it's, you know, over 110. I can't remember if it's 113 or 100. I can't remember the exact number. I think it's 113 cannabinoids found in cannabis so far. Um, so Delta-8 is one other 
cannabinoid, like active ingredient that you would find in, um, in cannabis. So when isolated and, and in this case, like, because made from, it's made from hemp, when converted from CBD, Delta eight has like a strong euphoric effect, especially in the body. So it is much different and can be like pretty intoxicating, especially taken at the doses that it's being offered for, uh, offered in over the counter and, and on the market right now. Um, but it is just, a, it is, it's like a similar effect to, you know, regular THC product, but um, it's just, it's like less intense of a mental experience, but it's a whole lot of the body experience. You know, it's, it's almost, I would say all of the body experience that you would get with a normal THC product. So it is a really exciting product on the market, especially in states where there isn't access to medical or adult use marijuana in, um, you know, the stores and, and dispensaries. So for folks to now have access to something that is so physically powerful to, you know, help their help with whatever it may be like relaxation or stress or sleep or, you know, it's, it's, it's a very different experience than CBD. It is much more intense. And um, it's definitely something that, you know, I would never take Delta 8 and then drive my car or take <laughs> right. Delta 8 and then go to a party or something like that. Like, it's not that type of thing for me. It's it's very much like, oh, my gosh, like I have terrible cramps or I just got this nasty headache. Like Delta 8 is awesome for that type of thing. But it's definitely not something that you kind of want to try and then you know, go out to dinner with your parents or something like you really want to get to know how it's going to make you feel. And, um, it is something that is, uh, it is powerful. So whatever like dose it tells you to take, like cut that in a quarter just to try it for the first time. And if it's something like an edible, like those things can take four hours to kick in. So just really like be patient before you determine like, you know, how you're going to feel or whatever. Don't get impatient and like eat more. Eat the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, eat the whole thing. And it can be very tempting, especially with like the chocolates because they are so good. Like who wants to eat like a little nibble of chocolate? Like heck no. Um, so maybe have like some other sweets like nearby that you can eat instead of something that might get, be intoxicating for you. But um, yeah, I think, uh, I think that the Delta 8 has just been such an important and amazing product on the market because it's really given access to a more powerful physical relief and in, in stress relief for folks that have been really searching for that and, and gives them like a legal way to find that relief. Um, so, and it is such a different molecule than, than, T, than Delta 9 THC um, that that the effects are so different that like, there's a lot of people who've actually switched to Delta eight from Delta nine THC just because they like the effect better. They don't like getting so like mentally stimulated. They want like the deep body effect and that type of thing. Um, so I, I think it's a very exciting new product on the market. And I would also say that it's a very high risk product on the market. Like some of the stuff that I'm seeing coming out on the Delta 8 market are like shocking at best. And like, mm. um, 
dangerous at worst. Uh, so I see a lot of people just buying bulk candy, spraying it with Delta eight with that hasn't been tested for solvents, hasn't been tested for anything and, and then putting it back out on the market. Um, that's just not the kind of, uh, that's just not the kind of thing that I would want to take. So I think that as with any new product, it's just best to like really know your source. Yeah. So it sounds like another one to be, to have a lot of discernment around, um, but definitely really exciting that, you know, of over 110, 113, whatever constituents or cannabinoids that have been found in this one plant. And, it, you know, I find it really exciting that there's so much market research that's still happening around all of this too. Um, because if that's, what's been discovered so far, who knows what's next? And, on, on top of that, I definitely have to say that the Delta 8, I mean, you know, as an herbalist, I really don't mind when things have a taste that maybe a lot of people wouldn't consider to be palatable. Um, I definitely have taken many nasty herbs at this point in my life and, and I can handle most of them. Um, but as a foodie, to be able to take something that I know to be medicinal and therapeutic and to have it taste good. I'm definitely one of those people that, I mean, you guys have this Delta eight tiramisu flavored chocolate. And I'm so glad that when I first purchased that, I literally just got a square of it and, and shared it with my husband, because if we had gotten a whole bar of it, I mean, we might've been laid out on the couch for the rest of the night Yeah, no um, doubt. because it, it might've been hard to like not eat it all. So um, mm -hmm. I love that you do make it available in just sort of the squares as well. Um, but yeah, super exciting that that's out there and just super exciting. Everything that y'all are doing with Boomi and with Of The Earth. Um, I know we've focused mostly on Boomi, but I also just love that if, if people, you know, especially sometimes when people are trying a new product, it can be a little bit overwhelming if they've got like a list of 15 questions to ask and what's this and what's that and what's it going to do. Um, it's really nice that you also have an option that's very straightforward, that's very, you know, still a really high quality product. Um, but if people are like, I just want something that ha that's unflavored, that I know is going to have a great effect, you have the of the earth line. And that's, you know, it sounds like where people might go to in that instance, or also you have a pet product within that line as well. And I've used that with my dogs. Um, we're getting really low. So I'm probably going to need to hit you up for some more soon, um, <laughs> right. but it's fantastic, you know, especially with the holidays, with fireworks, with new people coming to visit that sort of thing. I find that the CBD with our dogs makes a huge difference. Um, and also when they have issues such as if they, you know, like kind of tweak one of their joints when they're out running around in the yard or something like that, or with my um, beloved dog that I lost a couple of years ago and her in days, we, we gave her CBD to help ease the pain as she was transitioning. And it was such a huge help and something that <clears throat> as a doggy mom, I really appreciate just being able to see some relief um, when, when maybe sometimes you don't know what else might even help. Um, so I really appreciate that and, and love that you have both of these lines to offer to people. Oh yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I think of the earth for us is really like an important brand for us to have to offer like to our communities at our shops and, you know, for folks that are looking for a really simple option. It's not one that you can't find other places. Like there are plenty of people making an, an equally high product, high quality product at a great price. Um, 
but we it's like kind of a house brand for our shops and and we do have some folks that are wholesaling it as well just because it is a, it is at a good price for for what you're getting i mean it is very competitively priced um so for that brand it's like there's no bells no whistles but just like you said like if you're just looking for like a straight like plain jane cbd product no bells and whistles um that is just such a good one and i love what she said about pet products because i think that the most like promising like firsthand experience i've seen with cbd in my own life is like giving it to a dog and really noticing the difference in their behavior and and well-being from taking hemp because they don't know that they just took it like there is no potential for placebo at all like they literally just think that they ate like a piece of turkey or whatever like their dog dinner like they don't know that they just took this medicine so to see like a visual difference and like oh wow like now this old old pooch of mine is like jumping up on the bed like hasn't done that in six months you know that's just like an amazing thing for me and and was for me whenever i started giving cbd to my to my dog um when he was also like passing uh in his like older years and and to see that reaction from him i was like wow there, there there's no way that this could be in his like head because he doesn't even know he took it and um right. i just like love that experience of being able to really see that yeah i totally agree it's so funny um i work with a homeopathic vet and when i first met her one of the things that she told me was when working with homeopathy with pets she was like well, it works because they don't know it doesn't not meaning that it doesn't actually work, but, you know, people get in their heads that some things that they don't maybe know as much about or that are new to them. Oh, well, that'll never work. Or how would that even work? Especially if it's, you know, just this dilute amount of something. But when you give something to a pet, like you said, they don't have a filter that's making them go, well, somebody else said that this is just kind of hogwash. So I don't know if I believe it either either. There's not a nocebo effect. There's not a placebo effect. You give it and you see the direct effect. And there's something about that that's super powerful and super exciting. Um, just like you said, just to see that immediate shift um, without them even knowing what happened. I mean, yeah, I usually end up putting the CBD drops on some treats. And so they don't know that anything is different. They're just like, sweet, I got a treat. I don't even know why, <laughs> you know, I didn't yeah, even have yeah. to do anything. Right. Um, so it's so awesome to see that. and. Yeah, I, I just love that everything that you're building, that there's just so many different avenues for people to experience this medicine and this healing and the benefits um, that are out there. So I really appreciate all the work that you're doing and all that you shared with us here today. Um, just a couple of quick questions for you before we close. The first being, if people wanna learn more about everything that you're doing, everything that you have to offer, what's a good place for them to find you online and out in the world? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I would say the first place to check is most of our like buzz right now is around our Boomi brand. And you can, you know, that's not related to this area. It is like a, a national brand we can ship anywhere in the United States. So if you want to like learn more about me or our company and the products that we make, um, you can go to www.boomicbd.com, which is B-H-U-M-I-C-B-D.com. And then um, if you want to like look us up on Instagram, it's the same thing. So B-H-U-M-I-C-B-D. 
Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram. And then our shops here in town are called um, Brevard Hemp. And so if you're looking for like a high quality, full panel tested product with a batch number on it, like you listen to this and this podcast and you're like, wow, that's exactly what I need to look for. And you go to your normal shops near your house and they don't have those things. Anything you buy, whether it be from my brand or any of our other brands that we carry, we have vetted every product on BrevardHemp.com. Um, so like we've done that legwork for you and we have a page where you can go and look at all of the testing results of every product we've ever sold. Um, or you can just say, hey, I can take the wheel. Like I'll just get from you and know that it's tested and safe and um, that it's got, you know, a batch number on it. And it's got all this stuff that you guys have like spent time to care about. Um, so that website is www.brevardhemp.com, which is B-R-E-V as in Victor, A-R-D-H-E-M-P.com. Nice. I, I love that y'all are doing that because sometimes I like to buy CBD flower and a lot of places, I mean, like I was saying earlier, they just tell you, oh yeah, well it's 17% CBD and it's like, sweet. What about everything else that could be going on in that plant? So I love just knowing that if I want to see all the numbers, if I want to see what tests were run and what the micro levels are, what the, you know, any of those things that you mentioned with solvents or with pesticides that you literally provide that information for every single product. Um, and if I just don't want to have to bother with all of that, I know that you've done, you've already gone through that vetting process. And so I just know that anytime I come to Brevard hemp, it's a safe purchase. I don't have to ask a million questions because you've already done that, which is super sweet. I mean, um, you know, I think it's one thing for consumers to be educated and to have that piece of information. And sometimes you just need to get something on the quick and maybe you don't have a lot of time. So it's really great to know that there are sources that you can go to that have already done that work because they care that much about what you're getting um, from their store. So love that. And um, one last question for you, which I forgot to tell you ahead of time. So I'm just bringing this one on you now, but that is what in your world is nourishing you right now. And it can be on any level, physical, spiritual, mental, just like what's feeling really good in your life. Um, yeah, like outside of work, like <laughs> I've been, I've been getting into rock climbing, Ooh, which fun. has been like really, really good for me and also fitness. So, um, with COVID and everything, like I stopped working out and I was doing like this great women's boot camp class and I absolutely loved it. And that was awesome. Um, but I got vaccinated and was able to get back into, um, into like fitness again and, and these, and this type of like physical exertion. And, um, so I started doing CrossFit and, um, that has been just super great. And I mean, nothing has ever made me like so tired and sore in my life. It is like literally the hardest. Sometimes I spend like of the 45 minutes I'm there, like 30 of them wondering if I'm going to like die, but <laughs> it's, but it's very empowering. Um, because I've seen my growth and I've gotten a lot stronger and I can see it like in my daily life, just what I can like physically accomplish that I can, you know, do certain things. And then also it just gave me confidence to start doing something like rock climbing, which I've always been like pretty averse to any type of like outdoor sports or team sports or anything like that, just because I'm not naturally very athletic um, person. I'm a little bit awkward and, um, don't have a great stamina, but, um, I've really enjoyed getting into, um, 
just the confidence that CrossFit gave me to, to try rock climbing and to kind of get into that. So we have a great rock climbing gym here called the Riveter. And I've been going about every weekend. Um, and uh, yeah, having weekends off is crazy. Like having a staff that is working with me. And so <laughs> me working 80 hours a week right now, I'm actually working more like you're 60 and I'm able to like really do, have a life um, outside of this business for the first time in two years um, and, and getting to do things like explore, I don't know, just new hobbies and, and feel like confident to do that type of thing, I think has been um, a, just like a major uh, joy in my life lately. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. And um, yeah, I've heard about that Riveter place and I might check it out sometime. I'm kind of the same way. I've never been super athletic and also have kind of like a lower stamina when it comes to exercise. But something I've gotten into lately is rebounder training, like jumping up and down on like a mini trampoline. And for me, I don't know, I've never been good at running. Like I always get super bored running and I, it like hurts my knees and it's just never been a thing for me. I've always wished that I could be an endurance runner, but I'm just not like, it's just not who I am. Um, yeah. but the, but the, the rebounder thing for me, it's fun because I found all these different, um, workouts essentially that you can do at home and you can do like Pilates on the rebounder Pilates, you can do bar workout. And I have more of a dance background. So I dance like my whole life. Um, and I miss it a lot. So it's kind of cool to be able to get on this like mini trampoline and do some dance moves and like pick it up to the side and use it as a bar to do some plies and that sort of thing. So I totally get where you're coming from with just having that and building those skills and the strength and then you get that endorphin rush too and so you feel good right and then you're like stronger and you're healthier and it's an, an all-around win-win situation so that's super awesome and i don't know maybe we'll have to go indoor rock climbing together sometime i might have to work up my um my confidence before <laughs> before i get there yeah i mean i love that about rock climbing though is that like everyone there is super supportive, even if they're way better than you. And it's very like you against yourself, you know, mm, it's not mm -hmm. like, um, you know, I'll never be as good of a rock climber as my husband. He's like six, two, and just like, got, he's a carpenter. He's got great, like finger strength, you know? Um, but he's, we're there to like challenge against ourselves. I'm trying to get to the next to, you know, the next route done and he's trying to get the next route done. And it'll be six weeks before I get to his route that he's working on now. But, um, but it's just like a great thing to be able to cheer each other on and, and have our own personal, um, goals, you know? So I don't, I don't think that I, I think you'd be great at rock climbing. Honestly, I really do. And I think it's really fun just to like troubleshoot and and have fun with people that are also just like really stoked whenever you get a win yeah okay i love that were you talking me into it so i don't know we'll have to touch base in a couple of weeks and see but that sounds it good. sounds a lot of fun i definitely remember in college there was a rock climbing wall in our gym and i got into it a couple of times and i really enjoyed it and then it was kind of like i graduated and it was either do it in real life or just like do something else so i just worked really more than anything at that point so um, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Catherine. I really appreciate you taking the time to be here today and just everything that you're doing in the world and for sharing it all with the rest of us. So thank you again. And I am looking forward to seeing you in person again soon. Awesome. Yeah, no, thanks so much for having me. And it's just always such a like 
awesome gift to spend time. So I just love uh, just getting to chat with you and I love your podcast. So thanks for, thanks for having me. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll go rock climbing soon. Ah, sounds good. Thank you. Take care. Yeah, you too. Thank you for listening to Sage and Spirit. You can download more episodes and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple or Google Podcasts. For more show notes and guest information, visit dancingsagewellness.com. Until next time, take care and be well.